0: Hello and welcome to the podcast Planted by Streams of Living Waters and today we're going to talk about principles of disciples. And what I was really thinking about is through the Gospels, what are some key picture stories and stories and things that the disciples actually said that Jesus had said that give us some keys, some principles to life. The first one I want to go to is in Mark 4, 1 to 20, which is a passage about the farmer and the way that he planted So Mark 4, some of what he planted fell beside the road and the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky ground and it didn't have much soil. It sprang up but had no depths of soil. And some fell among thorns and the thorns came up and choked it and yielded no crop. Other se- seeds fell on good soil and as it grew up and increased, it yielded a crop and produced 30, 60 and 100 fold. And this passage is talking about a farmer, someone who's purposed to speak the word, to send out the word, to go out and bring the word, the gospel message of Jesus. And there's two key principles here. One is that we are called ones that are called out. We are ones called for gospel purpose. And that's we are prayerfully called to those outside our walls, to those who have yet heard the the good news or have an understanding and You know, the world is seeking solutions. They're searching for answers. And we have that answer and it's in Jesus. And we have the privilege of prayerfully reaching out with the word. We can find the message in a mess. And that's what this passage he goes and he, or, or she goes, the farmer goes and puts out the word. And here, you know, best friends are those who lead us to Jesus. And there's two key things here. One is that we're reaching out and sending out the word. And the other is, how does that relate if, if I was relating that to my life and how I can be a disciple and follow Jesus and go, you know, what happens when I receive the word and I become that person who's who needs to grow or some areas that can rob us in life that we can find ways that we can overcome. You know, it talks about some fell on the road uh, and there was no, you know, I've, I was thinking about that and, and, and I was thinking, is that possibly, you know, where's the place for the word in my life, like how much room am I giving, if I might be, a road speaks of, like, direction, um, you know, and I was thinking about that, what place have I, have I given room for the word in my life, because here, there was no place for that seed of the word to go into, uh, into the person's life, the rocky ground, you know, it talks about, the rocky ground, that they, they did, The it did go, there was some, in the soil but there was not a depth of soil and so in that way you know we can work the soil of our lives and because when the when in the heat of the day when when things you know life happens and life does happen what is the depth of our life going to be that's going to uh, be that good soil that's going to keep the precious word of God that's going to grow up into all things that it's the word of God is able to keep us strong and to cause us to be flourish, uh, to be fruitful in life. the the other one speaks of thorns that choke the word what are you know just thinking of my own life or thinking of your own life what could be those things possibly that might choke the word when maybe the Holy Spirit might be speaking to you about something because I think I'm thinking about my garden at the moment and you know I've got aloe vera plants I've got different plants and and I definitely need to to do after the winter rains I need to get out there and make sure that I'm working in that soil because if I do, then, then you know, hopefully there will be abundant growth. Because the good soil it talks about, you know, it says in verse 8, Other seeds fell on good soil, and as they grew up and increased, they yielded a crop produced 30, 60, and 100 fold. And, you know... Where our life, in the areas our life is prepared and we've done the work and, and it's in God's strength, in actuality we live to the level of our preparation because God wants to wants to exponentially b- bless our lives but we need to make sure that we're working on these areas of our lives so that He can. Praise the Lord. So I'm working through my own stuff and and just along with this, Because there is a message in a mess. Sometimes there is weeds. Sometimes there is rocks. Sometimes there is things in our lives that we can work through. And then we can see the fruitfulness of God in our life. And we can have that good soil that we've always wanted. Because it is there and it just needs to be tilled. And there needs to be discipleship. Because in that place of discipleship is where there is that room for growth. Praise the Lord. So along with this in Matthew 7 and you know just the verse before it says so do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will care for itself each day has enough trouble of its own do not judge so you will not be judged for in the way that you judge you will be judged and by the standard of measure it will be measured to you and it says why do you look at the speck that is in your brother's eye but do not notice the log that is in your own eye or how can you say to your brother let me take this speck out of your eye and behold, the log is in your own eye. And, you know, we call it the great Aussie handball sometimes, but there is uh, something where, <laughs> you know, it's it's easy for, it's the easy, easy thing for me to do to go, oh, like, you know, this, this, this and that about this. But if I can really take a step back and say, hang on a minute, you know what can I work on in my life it's like through that process you know we actually see um, maybe other people can learn or something just by the very process of growing in your own life it's actually going to bring change and bring bring help to others because it's like you know it's just a it's just a very natural process of discipleship that brings change and so we've 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 done uh, we've read some Matthew and Mark and we're going to go accordingly we're going to go to Luke so we, because we've been talking about reaching out and also the outside and also the inside and both of these things that matter and here in Luke 15 verse 4 it it says uh, what person am, among you, if, if they have a hundred sheep and has lost one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the open pasture and go after the one which is lost until he finds it? When he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders, rejoicing, and when he comes home, he calls together his friends and his neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. I tell you in the same way there'll be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety nine righteous person who needs re- no repentance, and it 's so precious because these stories here story after story after story, Jesus speaks about the joy that is found over the people that are on the outskirts or on the outer that that Jesus wants to bring right into the centre because they are the ones he seek, has come to seek and save the lost. He has come for those who need healing and the broken. Praise the Lord. And here we have in the book of John... Which I think is one of my favourite stories because I have a lot of memories of of uh, of going out on the boat and fishing in some special places where the, you know you put your line in and there's so many fish you can catch and in this time it's talking about that that famous story about where. Jesus is like verse um they they're trying to catch fish and they can't catch any and where Jesus does this miracle and and says go on the other side and they find in verse 11 Simon Peter went up and drew the net to land full of large fish and a hundred and fifty three and although there were so many the net was not torn and what we are all about is all about those that are beyond us and in that stretching in life and in that where we have to go Jesus I need you Holy Spirit I need you is where he gives us the answers in him that we might see people come to know him. Thank you, Jesus. Lord Jesus, I thank you for those that we are prayerfully reaching and I pray that we, you might give us answers for people and also that we might be able to work in, in that soil, that we might see the greatest harvest that we will ever see in our lifetime, by your Holy Spirit and by your strength, Lord. Praise you, Jesus.